What up, y'all? It's your boy Q, man, and you tune in to Boxing Vibes TV. In this next video, we get into the T.O. versus Loma showdown, and we're going to get into the new Super Cruiserweight division by the WBC. Y'all rock with us. You know the vibes. This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just show and prove. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bombing and weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. What up, Boxing World? It's Boxing Vibes TV coming through. What's up? What's up? We got what's a little good, background. Y'all see the white leather? We back trying to do it a little bit better. We got JD in the building. Right right here. We got Q in the building. You! And we got yours truly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Q, Q, where, where your pinky finger at, man? We got to see you what you're uh, To the moon. To the moon, room, baby. You know <laughs> my man Smooth from uh, Tallahassee, uh, Satellite, straight from Tallahassee, hey, 850. From Coon Bottom to the moon, man. Coon Bottom. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to be more of that. Hey, so now that we're done, could you tell them what to do, Q? Hey, man. If y'all down with the vibe, notification, subscribe. Uh -huh. Smash that like button, stop stunning, man. You know what I'm talking about? We put our life on the line out here, man. Come on now. All right, Deontay. Show us some love. For real. Yeah. Do, do right. that right now, right, real quick. It don't cost nothing. <laughs> okay. Appreciate that. It's free. Appreciate that. Proof. Now you should feel good. You should feel good about yourself. Right. <laughs> so, so as y'all can see, y'all have been rocking with us in the beginning. We got a little bit uh, different background. Um, we're trying to upgrade the visuals, upgrade, upgrade the audio. Uh, we'll be coming through you to your Spotify, iTunes. You know, kind of mm -hmm. diversify to get more content out to y'all. And a quick plug: let y'all know, man, we're recording live from uh, Signature, Signature Punch Gym uh, in Tampa, Florida. The hey. new uh, Antonio Tarver Gym. Magic man, hey, baby, come, come on down to check it out. Very nice. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're gonna get right into it. Jump into the first topic. November seventeenth, uh, a thing happened. Uh, a big fight. Uh, a treat to the fight fans. Tiafema Lopez versus uh, The Matrix. Mm -hmm. Let me October 17th, brother. October. Oh, yeah, you're right. Excuse, excuse, yeah, yeah, excuse, excuse, excuse mm -hmm. me. Appreciate it. October 17th. I'm mm -hmm. already. Listen, I'm trying to get 2020 over as quick as I can. Listen, man, I'm trying to get over. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look past the election. But anyway, October 17th thing happens. Thank you, fellas. Uh, Matrix versus The Takeover. Uh, reactions to that. Q, take it. Oh, man, me personally, man, you know, if y'all paid attention to last week, man, y'all check this out. You know what I'm saying? Um, my prediction, I'm going to give you my prediction first. My prediction was T.O. and nine rounds by TKO, KO, whatever. I had mm -hmm. T.O. So, micro muscles in the building. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I'm just flexing on I was right on my prediction as far as who won. Uh -huh. Now, the way the fight went, I said, well, you know, when I did say this at some point, because we done talked about this fight for a while, this this was my fight I thought would be fight of the year. It didn't exactly live up to that, mm -hmm. but I said that boy Timo was going to have to put some body work, he wanted to put some body work in to slow the matrix down. Mm -hmm. And I think he knocked the whole damn Wi-Fi out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Early. Because that boy, didn't, he didn't want that much smoke, man. I mean, you know, he, you know, I understand, I feel like He's a he was a boxer puncher. He touched that boy and, and kept him in control with the jab. Fought him, kept him. Uh, he fought him in the middle of the ring. He didn't even bully him like I thought. 
far as using his weight, he, you know, to a large degree, he boxed him, went to that body, bam, bam, then, mm-hmm. then kept him, kept disrupted his rhythm with that jab. And um, I just felt like, uh, I felt like Lomachenko would have had to go life or death to win that fight. He was going to risk getting knocked out. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like he, he was going to take had- that risk. He played it safe. He came strong in the second half, but it wasn't enough. Then the 12th round, my boy slammed the door on him because I'm not going to play with you. I know I'm up on the cards. I feel like that. But I don't trust Bobby Aaron. I don't trust, sir. You know, I'm not going to leave it to the judges. Let's and he, he pounded him in the 12th round. Uh-huh. He landed the harder punches in the 12th. He kept his foot on the gas like he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And he got what he deserved. Shout out to that boy, man. You know what I mean? Air Brooklyn. J- 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 JD, how how'd you have this going? Prediction and, and your reaction to, to actually what happened. Man, honestly, man, I... It, I, I actually was pleasantly surprised, man, because I really, I really honestly uh, didn't expect it to go to the car. I was hoping that T.O. would knock him out, but I felt that if it got to the cards, that most definitely we would see Loma get a decision if it got to the cards. What's most shocking to me, man, is really the way the whole fight played out. And I, I just got to read off some numbers for y'all, just so y'all can really hear how surprising the first half of this fight was, because everybody... You know, talks about Loma starting slow and what, what was really the reason behind that. Listen to the amount of punches this man threw within the first seven rounds of the fight, right? Round one, only four punches. Round two, only 12. Round three, only 11. He was downloading. Yeah, downloading. <laughs> <laughs> Round number four, only nine punches. Round number five, only nine. Six, 13. And then in round number seven, still only 22 punches, man. So that's a, that's that's that is the perfect definition of when somebody don't want that smoke. Okay, so so let me ask y'all a question. Then. So we, we we've seen the pictures and we've seen the WBC's message to Lomachenko, mm-hmm. um, rest up champ, get get well, which I think is odd for sanctioned somebody to do, but I guess when you're a franchise champion, they want to take care of you. Um, they said he injured his shoulder in about the second round. We saw he had surgery. Um, it's interesting you bring up that stat because it seemed like his punch output picked up. Exactly. And, and, and exactly. So, and, and and so, so I just just you know want to hear y'all's thoughts on how much of, of a role do you think the shoulder injury played um, in the, his performance, and do you think you know th- that's a do you see it as a Mayweather Pacquiao situation or do you, uh, with the shoulder injury or do you see this completely different just because it looked like he picked up his output as the fight um, went on as opposed to looking like somebody who got a shot was feeling good in the beginning and then it wore off. Man, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I do not at all buy the whole shoulder uh, excuse. <laughs> hey, man, growing I, up, everybody he, at some he point. Was late, he was late. He had the brace. He was right. laid up. Hey, man, listen, man, listen. <laughs> I, one thing I learned about playing sports, you know, back in my day, in my limited uh, sporting career, is that the coach always told Freeze. me two things, man. There is a difference between being injured and a difference between being hurt. Now, was Lomachenko hurt? He probably was, but I feel like all boxers probably go into a yeah. fight Lopez said he was hurt with some yeah. kind of pain. Man. When you're dealing with sparring, when you're dealing with things like that, everybody on some level is hurting. And it's interesting that Jay, and before I throw it to you, Q, it's interesting that Jay brought up how his punch output went up. Now, listen, now we said the first through first seven rounds, right? Now, if we started the eighth round, he jumped up to 38 punches thrown, then 938, then he went to 44. 62 yeah. then 59. So I don't see how the WBC, Loma, or anybody will try to sell us on shoulder pain or shoulder injury when we literally watched uh, his output go up. 
Okay, so so I I I guess we're kind of uh, not buying the shoulder injury too much. I mean, and you never know. You got to play with pain. It's part of sports, and he might not have been one hundred percent. But then mm-hmm. again, to your femur might have not have been one hundred percent. So that brings me to the next thing I want to look at. What do you think happens in a rematch? He, you know, Lomachenko is a, a you know notoriously slow starter because he's downloading like you know like mm-hmm. great pound for pound fighters are. If we look at you know um, Terence Crawford. Downloading his opponent, kind of waiting and, and being patient, and then pouring it on towards the later part of the fight. Um, how do you see a rematch going? Hopefully, it won't be one. In my opinion, I, I don't. I don't want to see a rematch because I really don't think Lomachenko gonna get better. I, I really feel like that. I feel like he is thirty-two. Yeah, I feel. I feel like it'll probably get worse. Honestly, I don't because I, I don't think he's gonna want to trade with 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 that man. I don't think he want to trade with him. I think it's a reason he he was reluctant to and, trade early. And and that's a, so, that's a that's a very good point because if Tia Tia responded early in the fight like he did in the twelfth round when Loma was trying to mix it up, the question becomes: Is Lomachenko durable enough um, to it, to survive that firefight or win those firefights to be able to back Tia Fima, uh, uh, and, off? And he's absolutely not, in my opinion. Um, I, if they do do a rematch. I personally don't see it going any better than what we saw the first the first time, because right. clearly the expectation is going to be in the rematch for Loma to be active earlier in the fight. Right. You got to take more risk, kind of like exactly yeah. take more risk. But unfortunately, yeah. what I feel that will expose is his chin, and we all know that To has power, yeah. and I would see it going very very bad if he opens up early. That's how I see it. More definitely, yeah. And, and and just to throw my two cents in, um, I. I I completely agree. I, w- one of the things that I always wondered when you saw Tiafima Lopez, you know, uh, outclassing people is when somebody's just as fast, mm-hmm. somebody's just as smart. Does he have that dog in him to really trust himself to win in a trade? But um, <laughs> speaking of transitioning a bit, speaking of the WBC, there's a um, a new weight class that's, that's that may be on the horizon. Mm. Um, currently, boxing has enough weight classes they have 17 weight classes mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. thinking of adding the 18th weight class the super cruiserweight and that'd be the hey. 201 pound to 224 pounds um you got tony uh Ballou, uh leading the committee um kind of examining to see trying to bridge that gap between the smaller heavyweights and the bigger heavyweights um what are y'all thoughts on that oh, uh, man i i really don't like it um now, for the sake of sounding like a, a traditionalist, I will I will most definitely say that I really don't like this division that they are creating. Personally, I'm gonna keep it real. I think it's all about money. I think it's uh, it's a, a money play. And as much as I don't like it, I will say, in this time where everybody's about the dollar, I I do see the flip side of why the WBC is doing it. And when they when they did it, it really had me start um, looking into sanctioning fees and really knowing. Everybody, you know, started talking about all these different sanctioning fees and all these different uh, governing bodies are doing that matches. I went back, you know, looked in a little bit of history and I looked at uh, my old buddy, uh, good old Miguel Cotto. Miguel oh, Cotto. What a lot of people right. don't realize is back in the day when about five years ago when he fought Canelo, Miguel Cotto actually gave up a belt because he didn't want to pay those fees. When they were about right. to have the Miguel Cotto versus Canelo showdown, Y'all take a, a wild guess right quick at how much you think the WBC wanted from Canelo for sanctioning fees. Was it like half a million or 200000 somewhere around there? I was going to say like 10K. I don't know. 10K? Yeah. No, nah, like, like you, you were closer. You were closer. 300K. What? 
They want the WBC wanted Dumb. from the um the Miguel Cotto Canelo fight three hundred K man three hundred K. So right. So obviously at that time Miguel Cotto actually was signed to Rock Nation, which we already know how Rock Nation feels going to the whole J movement and independence. They're like three hundred K for what? For what? So of course he gave up that belt. He gave up that strap because, like, man, I'm not about to hand you 300k for nothing. So to tie it back to this new weight class, I personally feel like that's all it really is for, man. It's just another way for the WBC to monetize off of uh, a few more fighters. Real talk. Oh man, you know, big trash, <laughs> big, 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 big trash. You know, and if you if you watch the video while while farming through the whole thing uh, the other day, you know what I'm saying. But my point stay. Stay my point stayed actually stayed my point was like this. Now now and my point was too many belts and it's it's money grabs, you know what I'm saying? It's about these sanctioning fees, it's about a lot of other things, it's politics, because they will move their pivot foot and move mm-hmm. from this square to help facilitate somebody in which they want to see um elevate. You know what I'm saying? And this right here, I mean it's not it's not necessary, but you know, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. But what I do see, as far as Deontay Wilder, because uh, they, they, they want him in U6. They want Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder gonna put some butts in seats because you know yeah, he's gonna he bring be the face of it. He be the first face. You know what he gonna bring? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He bringing that knife wheel, man. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to put you to sleep. He bringing that. He bringing action. And um, you know, with that being said, if they throwing a big enough bag at him, I can see him taking a fight. Um, but I don't think it, it won't be as big as the bag with Tyson Fury and um we talked about this, Tyson Fury or Joshua, but mm-hmm. I can see him get you know get some rounds in and, and, and you know, but I, I really I, I really don't like it overall. I really I, you know trying to see a flip side, but I don't like it one bit. Because it, it's it's too many it's too many belts mm-hmm. and it's too much politics and boxing, you know, and this ain't this ain't anything. And it takes away from the, the lineage of the sport when what you know, Muhammad Ali, you got you got Ken Norton, Ken Norton was a small heavyweight. You got all these guys that was that that was right, Mike Tyson. in the sport. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about this another time when 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 Jay, I don't want to take your point away from you, but this it was dope. So I'm gonna just say it. You say it, it takes away from the David versus Goliath. That's the only division that could have the David versus Goliath battle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you could have somebody that's 209, fight somebody that's two. Because what, what my man name? We had a buddy that was set. Like David Hay when he uh, fought. David uh, Hay fought Nikolay Vyweb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven I, foot, I think he was seven, seven foot, foot full of hair. He got a, he got a hair jacket on, yeah. <laughs> and you know it was amazing. It was mm-hmm. amazing to see. He stunned him. He, I wish he would have dropped him, but he stunned him. And he put him hands on him. He showed him, you know, I got the I got the equalizers, mm-hmm. speed, technique. You know, you, you know. It, so I, I really don't like that one bit. And I ain't gonna. It ain't too much for me to say about it. You know, so it, so, so it's, it's, it's it, more propaganda. It, 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 it leads it leads me to something. I I I will admit that I was a novice when it came to sanctioning fees before really Mayweather uh, came out with his last uh, his statement. rant yeah, yeah mm-hmm. statement. And then now that you're telling me the amount of it, it makes sense. I mean, I mm-hmm. remember growing up. I mean, they're, they're less relevant now. I remember the IBA, <laughs> the the IBO. Shoot, man, that's before. The, I don't even remember the it, IBA, it, bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the you know, there's the WBA, WBO, WBC. So there's uh-huh. about there's about six of them. And then mm-hmm. you know the Ring Magazine. Right, uh, exactly. No, it's like ten. It's like ten. I actually had them all wrote down. I had yeah, them all so wrote and, down. And, the and, day, then, and then you have your your continental belts and all that. That's yes, exactly. Commonwealth exactly. belts over in England and things like that. Um, 
So yeah, I, and and I guess these sanctioning bodies are there to give legitimacy to the mm-hmm. fighters. But I guess when you get to a certain point, the fighter is the one that makes the belt um, legitimate. So this brings me to something that I was wondering. It floats around in boxing. You see, uh, the UFC, uh-huh. right? They have a league. Um, you 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 see, d- does boxing need a a unit? Because th- the thing about boxing is it's it's global. Uh-huh. Much the sense you know as as, as MMA fighting is, but. Part of boxing's rich history is literally a guy coming from the mud, not needing to sign with anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you can fight, you can fight. You can put butts in the seats. You can put butts in the seats, and there's nothing, uh, uh, you know. And, and you can duck fighters. But mm-hmm. what what do you guys think about boxing being more organized? Man, that's, it, hey, it would be it would be great for that to happen for the sport. Um, you say more organized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 mm-hmm. you know, like a league, like an NFL, right, like, a, right. like an NBA. Not all these different okay. sanctioning bodies. Okay. Not right. schedule, schedule. Right, so yeah. I, I think overall, I, I don't see it happening. It, it would be great for the sport. I know you all remember. Now, here's what I really want to see. I really would like to see um, a reemergence of something like what we saw with the Super Six tournament. That was oh, dope. Y'all remember Man, back, back, back in the day when that went I got to see y'all. Yeah, I got to see y'all. Yeah, when Andre Listen. Ward won. It would be beautiful to see just yes. six or seven of the of, of, of top fighters, man agree to go at it in a tournament all right you lose cool change it down to the next bracket keep giving fans the best fights and i think that would be a beautiful thing overall for us but as far as you know boxing really being on an independent contractor kind of level man i thought the cuba man i, I kind of don't see it but jay you bring up a good point man it'd be lovely if we could see a more uni- uniform uh body where everybody agrees to take part and we get the fights we want Right. Yeah. And so with with that, the question the question was about uh how we like to see boxing being more unified, I mean more organized like other yeah, sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So without less politics. Fight, fighters and, fighters mm-hmm. well, it might not be less politics. You know, it might we might get to see the fights we want to see, but it might be more politics for the fighters behind the scenes. Like it mm-hmm. might benefit the fans, but it might be at the detriment to the fighters. They might be able to cap their pay, have mm-hmm. certain tiers. So right, well, um, yeah, on that part of it, yeah, right. yeah, because they probably um, have to agree up front to the money piece, right? And that's what you don't know if fighters are gonna agree. I would, what I will say, just keep it brief, man. Uh, I would like, I would like to see a like a super six tournament with welterweights, so with like with, with with the lightweights, mm-hmm. you know, because those those divisions are very exciting to me, and it, it's things we've seen a part of dicks play out in both both of those, whatever. Um, with, the, with with them playing the game, with Evan Haney with his belt, with, with them making a franchise title for Lomachenko to help him duck duck the, the belt that Devin Haney got, so he could say he unified. But you got Tank Davis got a belt and you got Devin Haney, but I don't, you know, I don't like that. I, so I, I, I will I will say it is a bit ridiculous. There's a WBC like regular it. champ. There's an interim yep, champ. Yep, it's too much. Super franchise. So it it does get a bit ridiculous, and you see them. Let let me pay. Devil's advocate a bit, and and then you know with the climate of everything going on, you create a union, you create a league. Mm-hmm. That union, the the league has more. The league is gonna have more power than than the union at times. Um, and then you can freeze out fighters, right? Mm-hmm. And you know we we kind of see it a little bit with PBC in right. top rank, right? You know, but I bring up Colin Kaepernick just to kind of cross reference. You know, the NFL freezed him out. You know, so right. so. As we might get to see more fights that we want to see, mm. there's th- that gives the possibility of that once you build this big behemoth, this worldwide, right. you know, just like the IOC or mm-hmm. any, you know, the the boxing body over soccer, mm-hmm. you know, corruption, corruption is not going to go away, especially when there's money involved. So, I, 
just playing devil's advocate, do, do you think boxing, the way it is, for more like a freelance enterprise, is better off in that sense then? Man, that's better off in that sense. I, I kind of would say that boxing, uh, you bring up an interesting point because I do believe eventually um, when money is on the table that that's most definitely what would eventually happen. If enough fighters got under one person and that happened, but you know what? I think it could still happen if fighters, it's really all about the contract. Now that you bring that up, it's really all about the contract. If these fighters structured the contract in a way to where, all right, this is a three-fight deal for this tournament. Once this tournament is complete, all right, we all done, then we sign another contract. I think there's a way to have a happy medium where we could see um, the best fight the best kind of in a tournament style. And then they still have their freedom to not be locked into anything long term. So I, I kind of I could see uh, a way where you could get the happy medium. Now the question is, would all these independent contractors really be down for that? And 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 that and that would be the thing that would have to be attractive. I think, in my opinion, where mm -hmm. you would have to make it lucrative enough, mm -hmm. and you would have to be, because you see the you know pay disparities between somebody like a Tom Brady and a, this fifty third man on the NFL roster, mm -hmm. right? So you, you couldn't put the same contract for you know Floyd Mayweather that you do. Um, I don't know a lower tier fighter, uh, who, uh, Andre Berto. You know, so. Oh, well, I was just thinking the same name. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is weird. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's, yeah, that, I, I, but, but check me out. Here's a point that would that would really, you know, what might erase all of that if they were really if you did a tournament like that. Here's what you do. The it's it's an incentive laden contract. So you step in the ring, the man who wins, you guaranteed this sum. The loser is guaranteed this sum. So then when people start talking the money thing, yeah, it, it, you know what I mean? You win. It, it would definitely help negotiations mm -hmm. when, when the money uh, side is set. So, right. Q, you got anything left on that? No, nah, I'm with y'all, man. I'm with y'all. I mean, basically, you know, they, they, uh, I like, I like, I like Super Six Tournament. Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. like it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I like how they did that. You know what I'm saying? And you, you just you just you being king of the hill, man. You uh -huh. you, you battling out through that. And um, I'm I'm about to send y'all something because I saw someone on IG where they had a, a, a fantasy one. You know what I'm saying? They had Pacquiao, had Crawford, had Errol Spence. Uh -huh. They even yeah. the on the bottom tier they had uh they had I don't think he deserved to be on there. They had my man um Khan. <laughs> Mir Khan and somebody else that didn't make no damn sense. They shouldn't have been on there either. But uh, cause it's better fighters than them that that, that belongs on it. They just fan fan favorites, you know. They exciting. But uh, I, that's what I want to see. I like to see something like that. As far as the money go, um, incentive based, you know, for the winner, mm -hmm. first, second, third place right. type type mm -hmm. business. And um, that's pretty much how I like to see. It. I mean, in the fantasy world, but that'll never happen. It's too many. It's too much big money. Too many big names. It's too, too many. many too many people mm -hmm. going different directions. All right. So to kind of put a bow on that, so we're going to wrap this up and we're going to jump into the Connector With segment. Connector With. Kind of come at your rapid fire. So uh -huh. the first one is Chocolate Tito. Uh, just one decision. You said who? Mr. Chocolate. <laughs> who? Uh, the former pal. <laughs> The former pound for pound king, who you know, we may have had our issues with his, uh -huh. um, his rankings seat at the top of the pound mm -hmm. for pound list, but he was there nonetheless. Uh, connector with does he get back in the top 10 pound for pound list? Um, now that he's he better not, he better not. <laughs> you want to hear why? Connector with does he does he does he make it back to the pound for pound list? 
Hell no. <laughs> that's no. Right. All right, we got a whiff. We got a whiff from Q. Whiff. Nah, bro. Nah, at this at this point, nah. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. He's um, only thirty three years old. Yeah, he's only thirty three. But man, that's a hell of a ladder. He got to climb to get back though, man. Because he <laughs> bro, fell way it's too many people now in there that deserve to be in there. Yeah, but man. It's too many people that deserve to be there. And at, at this point, he had his opportunity. He had his opportunity at that spot, and he got knocked off that pedestal, man. I don't see him making it back. So I, that's right. a that's a whiff for me too, bro. So we got a whiff for you, Q. It's a whiff, man. He better not get in there, bro. You get in there, that shit dead. Hell no. Nah. Dead off credibility. All right, so connector with Tank Davis, Leah Santa Cruz, fight of the year. Whew. Hey, man, I, I'm going to say a connect on that. I'm going to all the way go connect on it. Now, prior to last weekend, I honestly would have said that I expected Loma and Tio to be uh, fight of the year. I did, I did also. Yeah, you know what I mean? But oh. now that that's passed and gone... I, I'm going to go with, because I think Leo, Leo's going to go out on his shield, straight up. I, I really see, I don't see Leo trying to stay away from Tank. I don't see him trying to duck, dodge, move around the ring. I think this is going to be a war, and it's going to be a war until Leo goes down, straight up. So I'm going to go connect on this one. I'm going to go with, because if if Leo don't damn, if he, if he don't duck and do all that other shit you're talking about, he's going to go to sleep. Cause I, oh, so you say it won't I, be able to be a fight of the year because it'll be a knockout so early. That boy going, he gonna get his ass knocked out because Tank got, <laughs> got them bones, and uh-huh. I ain't even know that. I ain't know that Leo Santa Cruz jumped like two weight classes. Uh, not not necessarily. He he mm-hmm. did help. Is it two? He, no, no, no. He he he's he normally at one twenty six, mm-hmm. but he does hold the belt at one thirty. Mm-hmm. But we fight at one thirty five. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Back to my point. <laughs> He so only want to sleep. If he want to stand there and trade, he want to fight Mexican style like the like, light like they talk about. Mexicano style. You know, if they want to do that, bro, I, I feel like Tank going to smash his ass, bro. And he better. But don't get me wrong. Uh, I respect Leo Santa Cruz. He a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll make Tank look bad if Tank don't if Tank don't hurt this man. If it goes life or death late, and I, I will it'll be look bad, real. right? I feel you. I will be real and say that uh, the fact that my man. Um, that my man, um, man, what the Cuban, Devin Haney fighting? Uh, Gamboa. Uh, Gamboa. Oh, yeah. Gamboa. Yeah. The fact that Gamboa slicked his uh, uh, rough shade of Achilles, yeah, maybe in Achilles, yeah. third round, he still yeah, made it, the it fight. Doesn't look, it doesn't look good on Tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, so. that, that look good on Tank, but uh, I feel like I feel like Tank took that criticism and Tank Tank going to come ready. Okay. Full Tank. So so we got to connect for JD. Yeah, we got to win for Q. Okay, so with. moving to the next one. Tia Fima. Dead set on moving to 140, connector with. I mean, at the, the the 140 division, the champs are Jose Ramirez and Josh mm-hmm. Taylor, and he's talking about immediately bypassing um, the food chain and, and 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 going after those belts. Connector with. Who, who you said again? <laughs> Josh <laughs> Taylor and Jose Ramirez at one. It better be a whip. You got, you got Tank Davis and Devin Haney still waiting with belts, bro. And you say unified, bro. Then you got a TFMO rematch that you, I mean, my bad. Loma Tinker rematch you could have. All those are better fight than fucking whoever you just said, bro. Be real. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Listen, listen. Hey, I'm going to be frank, my boy. That's what I, got. <laughs> I don't know what JD got, but that's what I got. All right. So it's a whiff for Q. What you got, JD? Hey, you know what? Again, if we talking about the business of boxing, I got to say it's a connect, bro. And I'm going to tell you why, because y'all don't realize, I think 
Josh Taylor is with Top Rank too, or he's connected with ESPN. Y'all don't remember? Just maybe about three weeks ago, he fought some dude on ESPN Plus. Um, over over out of I think London, they fought. So I can see what To means when he's saying going up to one forty because I believe the Josh Taylor fight could be made relatively easy. Now I personally think he should hit up you know Haney or one of them, like you said, Q, before he goes there. But he immediately already sees a few UK fighters to broaden, you know, a few things up for him, especially money wise, you know, to, to go up to 140. And and, and so just to, so we got to connect with JD with the Q. Mm-hmm. So to, to get in on the last one, like I, I like to customarily do, um, it's 140. It's, he's not going mm-hmm. to heavyweight. They, 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 they'll be, Devin Haney will be there. Right. To meet him there. You know, yeah. Um, Shakur sees eventually once he his frame fills out, you know, mm-hmm. he'll be there. Um, Tank Davis, he'll be there. Ryan Garcia, like these guys will be there. So it's one of those things. Do you, you know, I think it's a connect just because, you know, fights sometimes are about narratives, right? Mm-hmm. And if you get a hundred and forty pound kingpin who's just, you know, you, he has that star power now. So he takes that and runs with it to one forty. And I think he gives some clout. He gives some clout to that 140 division. Mm-hmm. And so now, when you have the Devin Haney's, mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia's fighting their way up to 135, you know, and then making that super fight at 140. Once you have a 140 kingpin that the world recognizes as a dominant pound for pound um, caliber champion, I, I I think there's some it, so so some rhyme and reason to it. So I will go. I'll call it a connect. And I'm gonna add to to add to your to to your position, Jay. Uh, AQ Josh Taylor, bro. He's actually the unified light welterweight champ. So you're talking about Word. a dude like, like who's over, unified. yeah. So he's he's over across the pond, and you know okay. he's a unified champ. So that's kind of a fight that could be made, man. Well, I mean, well, with that being said, bro, I'd be a hypocrite. I'd be a hypocrite because if somebody got all the bags, I mean, all the bags, <laughs> all, all the belts. I don't even talk about this, you know, WBC help your ass. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you got all the belts. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, that adds a wrinkle and I respect. Yeah. Oh, you know I, 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 I think that's against the rules of change. Are you saying to connect? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you connect. Well, now. I mean, I'll connect if I'm going to go do my research. Okay. Hey, we convinced okay. them. We convinced oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. them. We convinced them. Okay. Ain't nobody else said they got nothing, bro. <laughs> I, 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 go to 140. I don't give a damn phone on nobody over there. All right, yeah, so, so we, 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 we're going to say that's a connect, and we're going to mm-hmm. go ahead and put a bow on it, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Appreciate we're putting y'all. our blood, sweat, and tears in this, coming to entertain y'all, trying to entertain the boxing. I said really... Q is life or death out here. Hey, listen, life man. Life or death out here. We're risking our life for this shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> we hope wow. y'all Man, y'all don't hit that smash, y'all don't hit we, smash the like button, man. Go ahead and hit the subscribe, subscribe button, like mm-hmm. button, share this. We hope y'all y'all love All us like we love y'all. Until next time, man, it's Boxing TV. Boxing Vibes TV. Let's get it. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah.